Welcome to Landlord Diaries, where we talk about midterm rentals and the opportunities behind them. We'll share landlord stories, talk about maximizing investment potential, and discuss how to live the very best landlord life. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Furnished Finder, the place for everything midterm rentals. Remember to like and subscribe if you enjoy our content. We are back with another episode of The Landlord Diaries. This is your host, Kelly Bailey, and we are going to do some fun facts today. Katie and I both took our own trips recently. Mine was to Israel, and if you have not been, I highly recommend it. But what was really cool is Dave and I had two new contracts to set up, get the first deposit, all the move-in fees paid, and we had... I think it was a AHS uh, warranty claim and we were able to do it all from the plane, all from our phones, all from Israel. I will tell you, I found checking tenant leads from Israel was very beneficial from the app. So that's my two cents today. Love it. And I got to go with my family to Europe. We went to England, Ireland, Northern Ireland, Scotland, and Denmark. It was so amazing. And I was a little bit nervous being so far away from the tenants and the properties, but I um, turned it over to my sister and she was contacted one time and it was a tenant who was moving in in a few days and she said, hey, I just can't remember the address. Can you send me the address? And I'm like, you guys, this just proves that midterm rentals, it's not the same thing as the short term, right? The management is so much better and so much so much easier so just it's it's like it was just like a living case study it was so cool (laughs) so today we get to talk with Vanessa we met Vanessa at the midterm rental summit and guys she is a bundle of joy and energy and passion and she's just so fun to be around and to talk to and I can't wait um, for you guys to get some little nuggets from her Mm. And don't forget (laughs) that this episode and every episode is brought to you by Furnished Finder, where you can list your midterm rental for $99 a year. It's awesome. (laughs) Let's go. Today, we talk with Vanessa Nunez, owner-operator of 3D Property Management in Fresno, California, which operates alongside her broker's company, 3D Realty. Vanessa manages 12 midterm rentals and 83 long-term rentals. In this episode, Vanessa will walk us through how she analyzes a long-term rental as a potential candidate for the midterm rental strategy, and then presents those results to her property owners. Vanessa, you have such this joy and this vivacious attitude, and I'm excited for everyone to get to talk with you today. How are you doing? Amazing. See what I mean, guys? She's just bubbly and fun. So we're going to pull that out of her today. Let's start with uh, the first question that everyone will really enjoy is you started real estate at 15 years old. So give us the backstory of there of how you how you jumped into real estate so young. So I was 15 years old when I had a ADT alarm rep knock on our door. And my mom, um, Spanish speaker only, 
And the guy was like, hey, can you translate? Can you let your mom know? Da, 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 da. And I was going back and forth, Spanish to English, Spanish to English. And I was just barely 15 years old. So he said, hey, you just, how can you just swap from one language to another so good? And I was like, well, you know, when you're raised as a Mexican, you know, you just something that happens all the time. Um, so he asked my mom, hey, can she be my assistant? And so my mom, of course, and my dad were like, what do you mean? You know, this guy just knocked on our door. And um, so he said, hey, why well, have an office? Come on by. You guys can come. We go check it out. Um, after like a month, he said, how would you like to be the manager for the whole office? And I was wow. like 15 and a half. Wow. So I was like, all right, let's do it. In, in the process, he was trying to get his real estate license. So he said, well, let's let's quit. And be my assistant as, in real estate. So there we go. We started working in his house. And he would come and he would just, boom, drop me off a packet. And this is before like, DigiSign and, you mm -hmm. know, and doing everything on, online. Everything was paperwork. So he's like, I need you to write me up a contract. And you got to get da-da-da. I'm going to go show over here. Have it ready. And I'm like, wait, wait. So, Where do I start? Well, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> so I started like looking at the old files and just kind of, you know, copying, just changing addresses, names, <laughs> purchase price. Um, so then he became uh, pretty successful. We did a pretty good job. And then we winded up merging with another broker. And there I was kind of like the assistant to about 15 realtors. Mm. And I was already like 16, 17. So I was this young little girl just prancing around the office with all these successful realtors and these wow. like amazing women that I would watch them come in in BMWs, you know, and they're in their early 20s. And I'm like, I want to be that one day. Like, I just want to show up in my cute heels and, you know, um, I want to be a realtor. So I always, always just, I, I grew up seeing the real estate, you know, industry. So I've always loved that. I just, I'm a talker. I love to talk to people and I'm always Very in a cool. great mood. So I feel like I'm always like happy to go and prance around from property to property. Um, so I wonder what I, that was like for them because you're 15 or 16 years old. They've probably gone through college. They've gotten their real estate license. Did you get a feel like they looked down on you or they looked up to you? What did what kind of vibe did you get? Never. I mean, when I tell you that I worked with the most coolest, amazing guys and girls, women, I mean, I tell them to this date that they are literally my role models. Um, they were always so nice to me and they taught me so much. And I got to learn about budgeting, you know, because we want to buy a house so you had to mm -hmm. budget your money mm -hmm. um so they to this day i still talk to a lot of the people from back in my past from the beginning roots of real estate and it so happened that um my current broker i also worked for him about 12 years ago okay um so that's how we connected back together um, Love it. we we hear on our show pretty often how much 
relationships impact your business, right? And it sounds like that's how you got started. It was based off relationships. Someone saw your potential and then you just kept climbing from there. I love it. And then you took a maternity leave break and went and worked at your dad's freight dispatching company and started getting really heavily involved in that. So tell us, you know, what that change looked like. So I was doing property management. I winded up becoming the assistant manager for a big apartment complex, 276 units. Um, and then I got pregnant. So when I'm returning to leave and then my dad was like, I need you. Um, I need you to be my dispatcher. So I started dispatching. I did that for 10 years. Wow. Um, it was a, a love and hate relationship with that. <laughs> and just because it's more of a male dominant business. Okay. Um, but it was still, it was still good. Um, but then I seen my current broker, he winded up posting an apartment complex and he said, I'm out here, you know, checking the roof. So I slid in his DM <laughs> and I was like, hey, boss, um, remember me? Um, I'm very experienced in property management. And I was running a 476 unit complex. And then I went to a 276 and I'm the assistant manager. So like, hey. Um, so then he said, you know what? Let's 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 talk. Let's talk. I'm barely investing in multifamily. So let's talk. And that's how I winded up here. Love it. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I love how you've kind of created your own future there. So tell us about your current portfolio, what you own, what you manage, and maybe what your goals are. Today's episode is proudly sponsored by Furnished Finder, the ultimate platform for hassle-free midterm rentals. Whether you're a seasoned landlord or just getting started, Furnished Finder is the place for you. With Furnished Finder, you can say goodbye to booking fees and hello to direct bookings for 30 day plus days. It's a win-win for everyone involved. So if you're ready to experience the joys of midterm renting and take a load off your landlord shoulders, head over to FurnishedFinder.com today. We make it easy to get started. We're grateful to Furnished Finder for sponsoring this episode and we're sure you'll love what they have in store for you. So right now, our company is pretty different. We're not your typical property management company. Most of our investors um, focus more on dealing with investors, uh, multifamily, uh, some flips. Um, so right now, we started off with just our broker's properties. So he purchased multifamily and had purchased a home. So it was just that, the beginning. Just, okay, we're managing his stuff and let's see if we can grow. Um, then he had an eight-unit complex and he said, well, let's turn four into midterms and let's turn four into long terms. So we started kicking butt. And it started going really good. And so now all these investors started um, purchasing here in Fresno. So they basically just come and they're like, hey, guys, we have da -da -da million dollars. What do you got? So um, I work with a pretty cool team here in our office. I mean, everybody here is a hustler. When I tell you all of the women in here, the men, they're just in and out. You just see them in and out. Clients are coming in. Um, so everybody loves their job here. And it's not a job for us. We just love our life and we love to 
you know, make things happen. Um, so we um, started getting more properties and then we started asking them like, hey, how would you like to turn that unit into a midterm? And um, so, so we, so the cool part is that our broker, um, he's an investor as well. Mm-hmm. So we already think as an investor, first mm-hmm. of all, and what an investor wants and needs from us, mm-hmm. you know, what they expect of us. Right. So um, we were able to do a lot of uh, trial and error with our broker's properties mm. first. So he he's the type that he's like, Vanessa, you um, go to the midterm summit, see what you're going to learn, you know. Perfect. And so, yeah, an amazing summit, by the way. That's where we um, met Vanessa. Katie and I met Vanessa at the midterm rental summit. And we've just made so many great connections back to that relationship thing, right? It's like, all of our businesses grow because of our relationships. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I'm excited to jump into the heart of the episode, which is what we call landlord logistics. And what we said at the beginning is Vanessa's really good at looking at a long-term rental, going over, checking it out, analyzing everything from A to Z about whether it would be a good midterm rental or not, and then presents her findings to that property owner. So let's jump into that uh, by the, I believe the first thing you do is you analyze the location in the area amenities, right? Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. So Tell us about it. I like to drive around and I'll check out the property first. And what I like to do is I like to go and stalk the neighbors a little bit, you know, drive and see what kind of activity happens during the day and during the night. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll drive around and I'll see, um, who's the neighbors. Do I see a lot of kids running around? Do I see everybody goes to work from eight to five and then traffic starts coming in five twenty ish. So maybe on my way out of work here, I'll go drive by that potential unit and I'll see, oh, okay, they must have an eight to five. So they'll be kind of quiet if I have a night shift nurse. Um, and we'll let the, we'll let the investor know that too. Like, hey, um, some work days, some work nights. So we just kind of have to have it kind of quiet. Um, I also check to see what walls um, are adjacent to the next unit. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, we have a property in Clovis. Uh, it's a triplex. So uh, one unit goes this way, and two units go this way. So the bedrooms so happen to be on this side. So there's no walls that hit the neighbor's wall so there's that's no that's actually noise. really smart mm-hmm. so there's no noise especially when you're looking at multifamily or apartments condos anything like that is which walls are you sharing and where's the bedroom that's something i've never thought of before so that's super clever yeah mm-hmm. even where the front doors are at does it when it slams you know is the is a traveler going to hear the door slamming constantly is the front door too close to the front gate so when people come in and boom, you hear the slam of the gate, is it too close? And maybe the nurse is going to complain and say, hey, you know, the traffic is, you know, not letting me sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if there is a lot of trees and there's a lot of shade, that kind of mm-hmm. helps us mm-hmm. because now I throw in some nightshades and it's very, very dark. Mm-hmm. And I've had some units where the sliding door is just hit by the sun. So even if we have blackout shades in the bedroom, it still looks 
kind of bright mm -hmm. and the traveler will say like hey can you know um, is it okay if we use her towels to put them under the door because <laughs> we don't want more lighting coming in um, so I look at all of that I make sure that there is maybe a CVS a Walgreens a grocery store around there how close is the freeway for them to get to work I always try to make sure they're 15, 15 minutes away from the hospital or okay. any hospital um, and I like to make sure that um, maybe there's a Starbucks around. And that's, mm. you know, a traveler always appreciates that. And they'll tell me, I love it that I can go and get my Starbucks right before I hop on the freeway. So my community where has the half and half, the freeway is right there and, and a Starbucks. So they've That's taken awesome. selfies. The, the freeway is clutch. I'm telling you. I mean, I have a property right now where the nurse is actually, she's like 20 miles from the hospital. She's in the next town over. And I was like, are you sure this isn't too far for you? And she's like, it's right on the highway. Like, all I have to do is jump on. So, and, and she told Perfect. me, she's like, I work night, night shifts. So I'm not going to hit the traffic or it's going to be opposite direction traffic. And right. I was like, Okay, I just wanted you to know, but that's something I never thought of that would be an advantage. Mm -hmm. But the tenant that I have in that unit is working at the, not the hospitals right by the unit, the larger hospital that's 20 miles away. Because for her, she's right on the highway. So that's a really good point, especially when you think for a long term or, sh well, short term maybe, but long term in particular, a lot of times people don't want to be that close to the highway, mm -hmm. right? So it's not necessarily intuitive. A lot of times, you know, you might be looking on the map or something and then you're like, oh, it's right by the highway. And you're thinking, maybe that's, you know, not the part you want to be in. But it's like, no, that could be super convenient for someone who's commuting to work. So that's also a good point. Before we move on to the next part of the puzzle, I wanted to make sure that you touched on as well. You said you also analyze the size of the bedrooms. Um, so go ahead and let us know how, do, what do you look at when you look at the size of the bedrooms? So I want to make sure that at least a queen size bed fits in there and a nice dresser. I noticed I, I'm a big researcher, so I'll, and a big stalker. <laughs> I will check people's Airbnbs and I'll see like the reviews and I'll see, okay, what did they complain about? And I've noticed that a lot of people complain that, oh, I can't, I don't even have a spot to put my luggage, mm. you know, because the room right. is so small. Right. So I like to make sure that a queen size bed fits comfortably in there, a nice big dresser, their hamper. Because a lot of the times the travelers do come as a pair, like two friends came from Los Angeles and they came to Valley Children's here. So mm -hmm. I like to make sure that they each have their own little space and they have their dressers. And um, so that's kind of important. And I noticed that a lot of our travelers have said, um, I love the way your bedroom is set up. Oh, I love the little um, ottoman you know, I get to throw my, I, I lay my scrubs on there. Um, or, or the ironing board opens up perfectly in the bedroom to iron my clothes. I did get that request once because I always like to ask throughout the stay. And if I meet them in person at the end as well, like, Hey, is there anything you would have changed? Anything that, you know, would be great for the next guest? 
And one uh, traveling uh, male traveling medical professional said, it would have been nice to have a chair in the bedroom to put my shoes on because I just sit on the stairs or I sit on the bed or wherever. I was like, ah, that's a good idea. And there was a perfect little nook for it. So we added it for the next round. Mm-hmm. And not just that, but um, we just had a traveler that was like six one. My husband's six so, five, so I know what that's like. Yeah, so imagine having a full size bed for a six one guy. You know, he was just <laughs> so he had a he had a king size bed, and he was able to get up, walk around. You know, there was a, there's a closet in there, so he really appreciated that. And he said, "Man, I'm tired of going to these Airbnbs, and they have these little small Amazon beds." You know, mm-hmm. so he was very grateful that there was a big bed and enough. Um, and, uh, um, just all this traffic here. Office life. It's okay. We, we're not, mm-hmm. we're not a traveling medical professional trying to sleep right now. We're doing, we're doing a podcast from a real office in our, in Fresno, California. So any background noise is fine. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that's what I try to always just make sure that that unit is perfect for, um, everybody, mm-hmm. you know, one female, one male, a big male, you know, mm-hmm. um, a family with a small little one. Um, and we also have a cot in our community storage. Okay. Um, so we have a cot, you just close it up. And if you want to use it, just pops open. It's a twin bed. Um, so in case they have a little one, mm-hmm. you know, just throw them in a little car. And if mm-hmm. you want them right next to you, it fits in the room. You store it in your office at like that you're in right now? Or you store it at the, at the location? At the location. So I have a community storage. Mm-hmm. And it has, um, like especially for my one um, that has the four midterms, we call mm-hmm. it a community storage. And it's a keyless entry. So they just, they have the code. And okay. we have lots of goodies in there for them. So nice. we'll have the car. We'll have like extras in there. We'll have, um, or we use it kind of to like communicate with them sometimes. Okay. So if um, um, we provide quarters right now. So we have a laundry for the laundry mat. Nice. Yeah. So we're about to do the switch to make it um, non coin operated, mm-hmm. but I'll leave a roll of quarters in my community mm. storage, and I'll say, "Hey, I left you your monthly, you know, set of quarters in there." So they Aww. go and they check it. Or that's it's like a little. I mean, not little, but it's like a locker system. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Right. That yeah. you can kind of like leave stuff for them or they can get it. That's really, that's very clever. Yeah, And then we put toys in there for kids. So we just put like this huge little, like a uh, little pretty ca- uh, princess castle with dolls and everything. So we just mm-hmm. put it in the community storage and we'll let them know, Hey, do you have a little one? Um, there's books in there or, you know, there's games, there's extra games in there. There is pool equipment. Hmm. Uh, we have a barbecue grill. Hey, there's charcoal in there and the tools and lighter fluid that's a good Please idea go in there and so we use it to communicate and to leave stuff there for the for the okay. travel. that's awesome love it you could also use something like that if you have a sh- even if you have a single family home or something like kelly has maybe a shed at one of her properties you could use it to store extra stuff and extra furnishings and extra supplies but then if you ever have a tenant who's like hey i need x y and z you know you could say oh there's some in the shed for you, right? To make just things a little bit more efficient. 
Yep. It's like every property has some sort of space you can utilize. So before we move on to number, what I have marked as number four of the process, then uh, I did want to highlight, if you do have a long-term rental that is in an area with some noise or does have more light coming in, then there are options, right? So a lot of, a lot of hosts have started investing in the big box fans because traveling medical professionals that want to sleep during the day or any other professionals that, you know, might take a nap during the day, that can just be that extra noise that's needed to cover up those background noises. So don't rule it out. Keep those things in mind and just find solutions. That's, that's what we're all about, right? As hosts is what's the problem and how do we find a solution? So the next thing that you do, Vanessa, that I really like is you involve your contractor in the selection process of whether it's a good fit for a long-term or mid-term rental. When do you bring your contractor in and have them analyze it and review those details with the property owner? Is the property owner present? How does that go? Hey, landlords, are you ready to level up your rental game and simplify your life? Well, get ready to meet your new best friend, KeyCheck. KeyCheck is your all-in-one solution for stress-free property management with tenant-paid screenings, rent payment processing, online lease creation with eSign, and a suite of incredible landlord tools. You'll wonder how you ever lived without it. No more chasing down checks or sifting through piles of applications. KeyCheck helps you organize and manage all things landlording in a simple and efficient way. So if you're tired of the rental chaos and crave seamless, efficient management, head over to KeyCheck.com and sign up today. Make landlord life a breeze with KeyCheck, the game changer for modern property owners. So anytime we get a property in general, we don't just take anything. Um, I, I kind of want to make sure that we protect our tenants and our landlords understand, our owners, I'm sorry, that our owners understand that we want to provide good quality housing, first of all, long term mm -hmm. or short term. Um, so we do go in there with our team and with our main, with my maintenance guy and we'll go check, make sure there's no mold. And we do that with our midterms. I'll let them know. I cannot have any mold growing in windows. Um, please make sure the fences are very sturdy in case they come with a pet. Mm -hmm. Um, I also pop my head over, you know, uh, some on the homes to make sure the neighbors have a dog. Because that could be an issue, mm -hmm. that the dogs are starting to, you know, bark and bark and bark and bark because they're going mm -hmm. against each other. Um, so I'll take them in there with me and I'll have them check like, hey, let's check the let's check all the, you know, the water pipes. Um, what's the quality of the windows? Do you think that we're going to have any mold in the future or in the in the in the wintertime? Um, we check flooring, make sure that the flooring is stable and make sure that the, the AC works, the heater works. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll go and we'll check all of that and then if it is a long term we'll we'll ask our, our owner hey fyi it seems like this ac unit is not working the carpet definitely needs to be replaced here how's your budget do we have money to go ahead and fix it because before we get somebody in there i do need that fix and i've had some owners are like no nah, it's fine just get them in there just give them a 100 credit no, they don't realize they're on, they're being tested. <laughs> yes. And also it, 
It's just um, tenant, re how do you say, uh, retainment? Uh -huh. Retention. Mm -hmm. Retention. Retention. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. And so if we have a happy tenant, then we're not constantly having to pay for the turn. Because mm -hmm. every time you get a new tenant in there, it costs money. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So I like to make sure that everything's always in order. Everything works good. And I let my kind of traumatize my tenants and I tell them, hey, we're going to do a little, we do six month inspections and we're going to come and check out the unit. And you just got a fully renovated unit with brand new kitchen cabinets, with granite countertops, stainless steel appliances. So when I come, I hope that everything looks almost the same um so we do hold our tenants accountable because we do hold our owners accountable as well mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so i always try to tell my people we are we all work together in a little circle the owner management and the tenant so we don't know what's going on unless you tell me that you have a leak mm -hmm. so don't tell me three months later hey my kitchen cabinet is falling apart and <laughs> I'm not going to pay rent this month because my kitchen cabinet is falling off. Like, well, <laughs> I think part of that's just setting expectations and teaching people how to communicate with you. Right. And some of that is just like you said, like educating people up front, right? If there's a problem, here's how I'd like you to tell me, I want you to email me. I want you to text me. I want you to call me. Here's when you should email me versus when you should text me here's the type of situation I need to know about faster. Here's the type of situation that can wait until Monday during regular business hours, right? And all that's about communication and, and making things clear. And I think too often in business of all kinds, that's just assumed. I actually just sent move-in instructions to a new tenant today. And it's my template message. I just have it saved for that property. So all I do is copy and paste, right? It took 10 seconds. But in there, I'm like, if you have a problem, here's the type of problem I need to know about right away. If you have this type of problem, you know, just email me or text me or something. But if this is the type of thing that's going on, I need to know right away. Mm -hmm. And and it's just, it's basic communication, but it's never to be assumed. Right. And we do that for our midterms as well. Um, I tell them, hey, things happen. Please don't be scared to tell me. Mm -hmm. I'm super chill. I'm super laid back. Hey, as long as you pay for it, doesn't matter. Just don't worry about it. I had one that um, the dog chewed the blinds a little bit and she mm -hmm. felt so bad. I'm like, don't worry about it. You paid a pet privilege fee. And I'll change it with that. Don't worry. And I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, I was really scared. And is this going to affect my credit? <laughs> I'm like, no. Um, but we let them know, like all of our travelers, um, hey, if you, you're traveling with a pet, we ask them to have um, that their pet um, has a, a collar for the fleas. And mm -hmm. uh, please make sure that you groom the dog or you're showering your dog frequently um, so the unit stays nice and clean. It doesn't smell like a dog when you move mm -hmm. out. Um, and I will tell them, hey, if you notice that your dog had fleas, please don't hesitate to tell me. Don't feel embarrassed. It happens. Um, if you guys feel like you guys brought some bed bugs, tell me. Please tell me. Oh, we're Don't back, worry Katie. About it. We're back to that bed bug conversation. Like, Have you had so bed bugs, Vanessa, in any of your units? Okay, so recently, maybe like five months ago. Don't um, make me vomit. Yeah. So, <laughs> we are definitely talking about this, Katie. <laughs> so luckily, this was a, a fully renovated unit. 
Okay. okay. So we had two travelers come in. One traveler came in before the other one. The first traveler did not feel nothing. She said, I'm not seeing nothing. I've been perfectly fine. The second traveler came in within one week. Mm. She was like, there's bed bugs in here. I'm like, no, there's no way. My last traveler stayed there for like seven months. Okay, Mm-mm. never complain. And we check her units. We actually, we were trained by a pest control guy how to check for, for oh, bed bugs. Good. Tell people okay. right now how yes. should they check. And you can go online and there's even like sheets on how to mm-hmm. find it and watch mm-hmm. YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. And um, so we were like, there's, we check them and we have our cleaner check them as well. Yes. All yes. of our, because they wash the bedding and everything. Yes. And so... I, I, honestly, I was like, there's no way. Like, she's tripping. There's but no there way. Was. There's bed bugs. They were so there. we go, we call pest control immediately. They go in and they're like, we found some. Uh-oh. There's a few in the ba- baseboards. So luckily. Are you serious? He, mm-hmm. And luckily wow. he said it was just very, very minimal. It seems like. Okay. FYI. Anytime a traveler puts their bags down in a hotel yes. or anything, they'll just climb up. on there. It's yes. just, it happens mm-hmm. and there's no shame mm-hmm. <laughs> as a, as a, as a landlord. I mean, mm-hmm. we experienced it one time, um, but now we learned and now we have them sign a bed bug addendum. Okay. What's in your addendum? Okay. So in our addendum, it states that we check the unit 24 hours before the person moves in. And I mm-hmm. do do that. Yes. And I check the covers. I check everything yes. and I have them sign it. And then when we do my the move-in walkthrough, we'll say, everything's been checked. Check it out. Check all your mattress. There's Everything is free and clear of roach infestation. There's no mm-hmm. bed bugs. There's da-da-da-da. And we have them sign it. Okay, mm. so now if we ever have that issue, they will be responsible to pay for it. Okay, well, that is a great one. I'm sorry you had to go through it, but an excellent one to learn. Oh, and you guys, talk this about. is so gross. No, this it's real so life, gross. Katie. You have to be I know, prepared. I know, no, I know, and I am prepared, but it's gross. <laughs> okay, this is one of those things where if the, ever handle happens, it, <laughs> if the day comes, that I have to deal with this in one of my properties. It's going to be a quick phone call to Mr. Bugman, and I'm going to be like, I just need you to tell me when you're done. <laughs> there are a lot of things I can handle. Okay, I'm a mom. I can handle vomit. I can handle blood. I can handle spills. I cannot handle bugs that are where you sleep. That one, and then lice. That one's also like, nope, nope. <sighs> not talking about it. <laughs> nope. Okay. That's my limit. Well, I just have. We That's have to wrap it up with. What was the solution? Did they bring all that heat product in or what did they do? So luckily, um, because it was, like I said, a fully renovated, a recently fully renovated uh-huh. unit and no carpet, everything was a flooring. They were able to treat it. Uh, we threw away the couch um, because it seems like that's where the uh, bed bugs were at. So we threw away the couch. Um, they sprayed a bunch of solution. We cleaned it up and we just check it frequently. We just had that a traveler. Uh-huh. And then we bad. just had a, we had a whole family in there for about three months after mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. They never said nothing. Um, I will say there's a great episode on YouTube by Mark Rober okay. about bed bugs. He goes into the science of them and like what they like. And, and you have like. watched and that? He... Yes, because Mar- my son is very into this guy and he's like a scientist <laughs> and an engineer and he goes into the science of everything. Ooh, I like so him. So 
this guy goes and he like gets purposefully bit by the, I mean, it's like he goes into all the science yeah. of it, but there are some very applicable steps that you can take uh-huh. to prevent them or deal with it if it happens. Perfect. We're going to have to listen to that and Check put it in it the out. show notes for sure. Yes, but also so gross. Okay, so we're done with bed bugs now, and we <laughs> will go you. ahead and move on to you've you've taken a look, you've analyzed the exterior of the home, you've la- analyzed the area, you've analyzed the inside and what the layout is, and if it's a good fit for midterm rentals, is it having adjacent walls? Is it good sized bedrooms? Now, let's say it didn't make the cut. Or that you could tell that that property owner wasn't the type that was going to be a good landlord for five-star review or a good owner for five-star reviews. So how do you let someone down gently in those situations if you decide, no, it's not the right fit? First of all, how can you get mad at this? First of all, you know? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I will tell them, hey, just FYI, this is what I see. I see that you have a lot of traffic coming in and out, and maybe the traveler's not going to like that. Hey, I noticed you have a, a, a big alley behind your the unit or the house, and I think that the traveler's not going to like that, especially if we have a night shift traveler. They're not going to want to drive in through the alley and park into the parking stall back there. Um, but I'll just tell them, look, we don't just always work with travelers. We also work with insurance agencies. So if you want to try it, we can try it um, and we can just push it more towards insurance. Um, but I, I can't guarantee. But if you want to try it, I mean, let's try it, you know. Um, but if not, let's go long term. And I feel we can get you this that amount per month and um, and we'll go from there. We'll we'll leave it up to them if they want to take some investors have money that they can do a trial and error. Some of them are, you know, a little bit more like, hey, I need to make money right now. <laughs> I don't have time to, you know, try anything. Um, so I'll be honest and I'll just tell them, oh, this one is perfect. This is perfect. Um, you are right next to Clovis Community. This is the perfect unit for them. Or I'll say, you know what? Ugh, you're just too in the outskirts of Fresno. It's just way too far. So you far. present the facts to them. Yeah. It's just and then normally far. the facts kind of lead them in the right direction. You probably don't even have to let them know that you probably, they probably come to that conclusion on their own based off the way that you're communicating the facts. That's awesome. Yeah. And I just like to be honest and I'll tell them because at the end of the day, if I can rent it, rent the unit, I'm the one that looks bad. Right. Yep. So, well, we have talked a lot about the process, taking a long-term rental to a midterm rental. Thank you for all the fantastic details. There was so much good value in there. Now let's look at it. You you have 12 midterm rentals, 83 long-term units. How is your company doing financially? How's your revenue, your team, your overall company value? What would you like to share with us? So we're doing pretty good, fortunately. Um, like I said, our our broker is just very, very smart financially. And he um, he doesn't let us go more than 30 days of being unsuccessful. Okay, so the word of our office is 
execution. Anything we do, we got to execute quickly. Mm. Okay, so right now we're having an issue with one of our properties and is uh, it's kind of too far away from us. That's just mm. the reality of it. Okay, so now we're starting to think of, hey, maybe it's a better idea to just let's get rid of every, let's take everything out and let's turn it into a long term because mm. now that's my time to drive 50 minutes away. Mm-hmm. Now I got to find a cleaner 50 minutes away. Mm-hmm. maintenance 50 minutes away. And if there's an issue, I got to fly 50, 50 minutes away all the way over there because there's an emergency. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it could be something small where um, we gave the tenant, we just had this recently, the tenant printed out the check-in instructions and it had her door codes in there. Mm-hmm. So the tenant lost that paper. And it has her address, it had everything, how to get into the unit, everything. All the instructions were in there and Mm -hmm. she lost the paper. So she was panicking and she's like, somebody might have it. Can you come over here and change the door combo? Right. Well, dang it. You know, so we had to get maintenance from Hanford and he charged us 75 bucks to go and just. That's not too change, bad. Change the code, you know, right. which takes you like three minutes. Girl, you got to get one you can do on an app. I know. That's what I learned. That's the key. <laughs> That's something that I, I, like I learned. Your, I, like your, I like your point, though, because it's okay to not succeed, right? And and you're never going to meet a real estate investor, a property manager, anyone, a broker, an agent who every deal they've ever done has been a wild success but what's po- what's what's important is to pivot quickly right so if you have a property as a an, a long term rental and it's not working out pivot try something else right if you have um a mid term rental that's not working the way you want it to change it in some way right try room rentals try getting in touch with with different types of tenants furnish it differently market it differently the key to success is action. And I think all too often, especially in real estate, we get stuck in analysis paralysis or in fear of loss. But I was actually talking to um, one of our properties we're looking to sell. And I was talking to someone yesterday who's local in, the, in that market. And he was like, look, you're going to lose money on that deal. But what's important is to just make a decision and move on it. Right. And not to sit there thinking about it over and over and over. And he was telling me that one of the biggest regrets in his life was he had a property that he knew if he got rid of or if he switched strategies on, he was going to lose a big chunk of money. But by not just making that decision and, and swallowing the pill and moving forward, it made it so that he wasn't able to do other deals that he wanted to do. And he was like, looking back, I would have way made up my loss, but I was too afraid to just do something. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's, it's try something new, right. And you can do it in a very budget friendly way. Mm -hmm. Um, We've talked about this a lot on the show that you can listen to in different, different episodes, but it doesn't mean you have to jump into the deep end right away. If you have a property that you want to try as a midterm rental, mm-hmm. you can list it and say that the furniture is coming, right? Or you can try one room. But the key is to do something. Like Otherwise, you're going to end up in the same place. And Katie, you and Al both noted the same thing, that designers 
can actually help save you money, not cost you extra money because they know the right things uh, that are cost efficient to really market the property and allow you to have the right price point for your rental as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh my God. there's my so many ways to go designer, about it. Yeah. The designer that we partner with has saved me so much money. And also so much time from shopping and hunting and returning stuff. Like who doesn't have a pile of things to return in their house from yes. Amazon? Because I constantly yes. do. But then when you talk about like, oh, I got the wrong couch size or I got the wrong bed. Like th- there's things that are investments and they're investments because you get a return on them. So I would say that the same thing is probably true with property management, right? Like Vanessa, a lot of times people are are resistant to having a property manager or a property management company, but if you need one and and you you know your property needs one, it's an investment and you make that back because it's rented better and usually at a higher market rate and your tenants are happier and you literally get to sit back and have passive income. So Property management is sometimes a four-letter word in this in this world, and it doesn't have to be if you find a good partner. Yep. One, one of my houses, it's a five-bedroom, uh, two-and-a-half bath, and they had it listed for about six months, and they could not rent it. And they mm-hmm. were just having so many issues, and um, they winded up reaching out to me, and we got the house rented in two weeks. And That's amazing. Were- so what did you do differently that they weren't doing? So market, market, market. Um, they were just using Airbnb and just mm-hmm. regular pictures. It was like the mom, the dad with the daughters trying to rent the uh, rent mm-hmm. the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so they didn't think like a traveler. They didn't mm-hmm. understand the traveler's needs. Mm-hmm. You know, they just said, well, I have this huge house and it's furnished and it's beautiful and it's beautiful. He, he made it. I mean, he, uh, he custom made it. I mean, the restrooms are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. There's a bidet in there. Like, how awesome wow. is that? A bidet. And, and <laughs> he couldn't, he couldn't get it rented, but it was in a, it's in a great location, a mm. quiet, um, single family residential area with a grassy area to go walking. Um, so I got it rented in two weeks and, um, and all it was is just, contacting people, putting it on the right platforms, a furnished mm-hmm. finder. Woo-hoo! And um, so that's all it did. And they didn't know about furnished finder. All they knew about was Facebook marketplace, um, Airbnb, mm-hmm. um, so, or telling relatives, mm-hmm. you know? So um, yeah, you know, having a property manager, it does cost a little extra money, but these owners, they're amazing. And mm-hmm. they just, get their money direct deposited in their account and they don't have to deal with anything. And we True deal passive. With, yeah. And we just do everything for them. And our current traveler is going to be leaving pretty soon. So I sent him a text and I'm like, hey, can I keep, con- can I continue to rent rent the house? And I'm like, please, <laughs> please, please do what you do. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, I know guys, sometimes it costs money to have a property manager, but yo, You'll, you won't regret it, trust me. <laughs> so who did you end up renting the five bedroom to? Just a couple. Okay. Five bedrooms, two and a half. But what we did is we shut one door down. It's just completely mm-hmm. lock it. So mm-hmm. it's technically four in case they have visitors come over. Mm-hmm. And um, and they've been there since March. So from March to now. Um, and it, them and their two fur babies. Um, so all of my properties are uh, pet friendly. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was a big uh, help that we were pet friendly. Uh, I love it. Because it's a house. So mm-hmm. um, sure. that that really helped us out. And there's not even no alarm system in the house or nothing like that. It's just mm-hmm. in a great community. And the owners didn't, you know, they, they, they did their due diligence by putting, you know, good good beds and sheets and towels mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. And the the, the tenants are loving it. Loving good. It. That's so great. Well, Katie, I just have one final question for our episode. If you want to add any more afterwards, then feel free to do so. But we like to always ra- right. wrap up with Furnish Finder and Key Check favorites. And we have a comment from a listener that we're implementing into multiple episodes because I think it's one of those conversations conversations that a lot of people want to hear about. And that question is, how do you sync your Furnish Finder listings with your systems, like with your calendars, with your CRM tracking system, et cetera? I'll be honest, we're taking it old school still. For right that now, old school is fine. Tell us about your old school. I have my old school's my, okay. My big board. I have a big uh, dry erase board, and um, it's right my next to my head every day when I'm working. Um, I am the one that manages and does everything for the midterms. It's just just all me. Uh-huh. Um, and then we also do long term. So we ha- I have my assistant that she helps out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we do app folio. So we just okay. mer- we just uh, went live May 1st. So now mm-hmm. we're uh, getting everybody into app folio. Um, but honestly, we were still old school to express, uh, I mean, Excel sheets. <laughs> yeah. And don't, don't undermine the old yeah. school. Like- Whatever Um, works. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. All right. Now, Kelly, I want you to answer the same question because I think what's so cool about when we interview people is how a lot of times you and I and the guests do it all differently and there's no right or wrong way. Mm -hmm. It's just what works for you. Yep. So let's hear your strategy. Okay. Yeah. We haven't talked about this. (laughs) So I, I think Katie and I both try to use Furnish Finder as much as we can just to keep it all on one page, you know, keep it simple. So with Furnish Finder, I use the tenant tracking to anytime someone books, then I go ahead and insert them into Furnish Finder tenant tracking, uh, which you put in move-in date, workaround, you have to put a move-out date. And as we all know, there's not always a move-out date. So I guess, and then I go back and I update it later, or I just go ahead and put the actual move-out date. And then I'll make myself notes that says they paid through this platform and they do or don't have a pet because that one's important to note. So I don't have to go pull up the lease every time. Like, where is that lease? Let me go find it and pull it up. I just, I'm already in checking my tenant leads on Furnish Finder. I can jump over to tenant tracking and see, you know, oh, do the current guests have a pet or do they not? Would that be fine with a with another person in a room rental situation, et cetera? Um, and then for messaging, I still personalize everything. So I just have it on, I I try to do everything from my cell phone because I want to be able to do Mm, everything on me. Crazy. (laughs) It drives Dave crazy because he can't do that. He has to be in front of his computer. But then I'm like, well, you're not going to be in front of your computer for three hours. 
I can do it right now from my phone. So I go ahead and I, I have a note. I, if I, if my phone ever gets lost, I'm going to cry. I think I have it all backed up properly, but Back you know, up, you always wonder that. So on my, on my phone, I have a note for furnish finder auto messages. And then whichever one is I need to use, I go copy it. I paste it in my text chain and sh- send it over. I try to do as little on my phone as possible (laughs) because I'm old (laughs) and I just don't feel like, I don't know. It just makes me feel very chaotic. So I (laughs) same, I try to use furnish finder and key check to track as much as I can, but I'm also a little bit psycho OCD and I, I have to be very organized and very systematic and very efficient with things because I'm the full-time marketing director at first at Furnish Finder, guys. <laughs> like, I'm not a full-time landlord. I also have two small kids, two dogs, a cat, and a hedgehog. Like, <laughs> there's a lot going on in my life at any given time. And I love being a landlord, but it only works if I am smart about it. That's the only way. That's the reason that all of my midterm rentals are condos is because I don't have to worry about lawn maintenance or snow removal, or if there's a hailstorm and the roof is damaged, not my problem. Yep. Right. So I have to think about efficiency with my time from the moment I decide to get a property. <laughs> so I have a crazy OCD Excel spreadsheet that has a cell and a tab for everything. Um, I actually just got back from being out of the country for two and a half weeks and I turned it over to my sister when I was gone. And I told all the tenants, if you have any issues, here's my sister's contact mm-hmm. info. I didn't say it was my sister. It's, it's the person mm-hmm. helping me out. Um, and she's like, Oh man, this is a lot. And I'm like, yeah, but it took me a while to build. I didn't start from scratch. Anyone else who's been listening knows that I'm a huge believer in not starting from scratch. So I found a template to start from. We've noted it in a previous um, episode. I heavily revised it, um, but I didn't start from scratch. And it has everything in there from how they pay. Are they using key check? Um, do they have a pet? When did they pay me? When is their lease up? Are they potentially going to renew or have they told me like, this is the end of my contract. Yep. What's the door code. Do I have a key fob or is it, you know, an old school lock? What's the address guys. Sometimes I don't, I don't remember the addresses. And mm. if someone asks me the address, I'm like, Ooh, copy paste. Yeah. I forgot um, that one. Has... Furnished under house rules. I love that one for yeah. just because I can do that from my phone too. I just right. download it, send it over at the beginning. Once they have paid the first month's rent, then I shoot them over the access code, the well, first month's rent and all move-in fees, the access right. code and everything they need to know. And then I send that same document a couple days to a week before they move out as well. Right. Yeah. And it's so everything I try to have where I can rinse and repeat very, very easily, but that's just me. And I'm a little bit psycho. (laughs) Well, Vanessa, it's it's old school, right? It's old school. It's an, it's, well, it's a, it's a Google sheet, but it's an Excel sheet really. (laughs) Vanessa, any last things you want to share with our wonderful listeners before we say farewell for this week? I just want to say, if you're not following Furnish Finder, and if you're not following Landlord Diaries, if you're not following Jesse Vasquez, I mean, 
Come on, man. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I mean, honestly, I just want to say that I have learned what I've learned because of these amazing women and because of Jesse, because I literally have three screens in my desk. And I, I, I promise you that you can ask anybody in my office there. It's you guys are always there. It's like, I feel like oh, I, I'm always so like, cool. Katie, stop it. No, you <laughs> did it, girl. <laughs> I did it again. You I said no, you something did. borderline inappropriate. Yes. No, we're, no, sometimes you guys say something that I already watched that video like two times, but it's like the third time it came up and I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh my God. I just, oh, I just caught it, you know, or, <laughs> and, and it takes me like two to three times to watch the same. And then I find something different. And then I watch Jesse's stuff. And then I'm like, Jesse, oh, everybody, <laughs> everybody hears me. Everybody knows I'm like the biggest Jesse fan. And I'm always like, Jesse, my boy, no, you didn't. Like, oh my <laughs> God. And I'm just like, I, I, I seriously, from the bottom of my heart you guys have made me successful because i everything the people you guys interview i learned so much from just listening and listening and if you're not following them i i i swear if you follow them you guys are just gonna be ahead two years oh just so much and i want to reciprocate that by saying that when we met you at the midterm rental summit you were so enthusiastic and excited and genuine like that it was, it was just, no, it was just so refreshing because it was the excitement, right? Like what we're doing is exciting. You guys, everyone's doing this because it's fun and it's different and it's something like you get to make your own rules and do. And when Vanessa comes up to you, she's just like this bundle of joy. And it was just so amazing. And you were like, you were just such, such a gift. And we are so happy to get to connect with you and just Definitely. get like an ounce of your energy. Yep. That I'll for just take sure. with me all day. Yeah. My one word to sum you up is vivacious. It's like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good word. All that it. hustle, energy, everything all together. So I told you guys, she has a fun personality and y'all are going to want to watch this episode again, just to get some good advice and some laughs. So if you are not already subscribed, don't forget to subscribe. If there is a topic you would like us to discuss, YouTube is the place to comment or just send in a message to, uh, to Furnish Finder customer service as well. It, they'll channel it over to us. And then our customer service team is the bomb. Yes. Guys. They, and they like, answer right not, away. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like a standard like customer service team. Like they really are like, Heart, Amazing. lots of heart for sure. So great. And then so great. lastly, uh, we would love your five star reviews. If you've made it this far, then you're loving our show and give us some love back, uh, with either Apple Podcasts or Spotify would be amazing. Thank y'all so much. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. 